81 today. He made a few jokes about his age during the annual Thanksgiving turkey pardon. And late tonight, this picture was posted on the president's Instagram account. It's a birthday cake ablaze with candles. The comment reads, thanks for the birthday well wishes today, everyone. Turns out on your 146th birthday, you run out of space for candles. The White House tonight leaning into what is considered one of Biden's biggest political liabilities, his age. Right now, he is showing poorly in the polls, particularly among younger voters. They backed him in 2020 by about 20 points. Polls now show that support collapsing. A new one from NBC shows the former president, the former president, Donald Trump, leading President Biden 46 to 42 percent among 18 to 34 year olds. What's more, 70 percent of young voters disapprove of Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas war. The White House press secretary was asked about that disapproval today by our MJ Lee. This is what she said. But what I'll be very clear about is we're going to not going to govern by polls here. We're going to uh, our poll numbers. Uh, we're going to focus on delivering for the American people. That's going to be our focus. The war and young voters are the focus of John King's latest installment of his series for 360 all over the map. The series tracks the presidential campaign through the eyes and experiences of voters who live in key battleground states tonight, Michigan. And John King joins me here now. So, John, what did you find out this time? Look, imagine you're back in college. You're 18, you're 19, you're 20. Uh, 81 seems pretty old. And they, it's not just the number. They think he's just far away from them on the issues. They think he doesn't understand their issues. Even though he's tried to do some things on college debt, they think they don't get it. So age was an issue anyway with this bedrock piece of the Biden coalition. And now, John, when you go to campus, you see the protests about the Israel-Hamas war on both sides. People raise questions about how the president's handling it. Midterms are done. Finals just ahead. There is a rhythm to life on campus, and this fall, a raw divide. I am an Israeli, Jewish Israeli American. Maya Siegman is a sophomore at Wayne State in Michigan, studying social work, chatting with friends here at the Jewish campus organization Hillel. For Hillel, there's a police officer down the hall. Mm -hmm. That's not normal. It is now. Siegman traveled to Washington last week to join thousands in support of Israel. Now, back on a campus divided. The division is very clear. The tension on campus is very high. Wayne State spans 200 acres in downtown Detroit. Ibrahim Ghazal among the 24,000 students. I'm Muslim, I'm American, I'm Palestinian. Ghazal calls anti-Semitism horrible and disgusting. Do you feel the flip side of it? Or is, are there in more? In terms of Islamophobia yeah. and hate? Is more yeah, Islamophobia course, or people just saying hurtful things? I, I think it's, I think it's uh, um, disgusting that standing up for children dying and women dying and, and civilian infrastructure being destroyed is being compared to supporting Hamas. I mean, holding up a Palestinian flag does not support Hamas. Hamas has their own flag. Nobody's carrying their flag. This coffee shop is in Dearborn, where about half of the residents are of Arab ancestry. Ghazal and his friends say a president they supported in 2020 is now greenlighting an Israeli response they see as indiscriminate. And I don't think our country should fund that type of reaction. Do you feel this way? To an extent, yes. I feel as though President Biden doesn't value my life as a Muslim American um, as much as he values other lives. Young voters were a giant part of the Biden 2020 coalition, and this urban campus tilts deep blue. If it's Biden-Trump next November, you would? I'd go Biden. Summer Matkin is just 18, 
a theater major, an esports enthusiast, Here, I got you. and an LGBTQ voter who wishes President Biden would yield to someone younger. I think that weird generational gap is something that is very, very hard for young people. So when there's certain things that we want to be heard as young people, you know, with not only you know, con the conflict out with Israeli and Palestine people, but we also have like student loan forgiveness and all of these different financial problems that aren't being handled when they are very much capable of being handled. Matkin isn't ruling out voting third party, but feels like a weird kind of throwaway vote. Joseph Fisher used to think that way, but right now he favors a socialist party. In 2020, Fisher was just 17, but he helped the ACLU register voters back home in Georgia. So you helped Joe Biden get elected? I did, yes. What about 2024? I will not vote for Joe Biden, not this time. This is Ann Arbor, the University of Michigan. Students writing the names of Palestinians killed in Gaza. One of our demands that we're pressuring admin for right now is complete divestment from the state of Israel. You say genocide. Yes, uh, I do say. The Prime Minister of Israel or the President of the United States would say response to terrorism. Absolutely. It's, un it's absolutely essential that we call it for what it is, a genocide, and also say that it doesn't start on October 7th. It started in 1948 with the creation of the settler colonial state of Israel. Some Jewish students say talk like that, beliefs like that, are stoking an alarming rise in anti-Semitism. I wish it wasn't like this, but this is where we live right now. 50,000 students here in Ann Arbor, and interest in the college Democrats okay. is up. We've had 50, 40, 30 consistently yeah. for meetings. And in the past, it has been closer to maybe 10, 15, 20. Seniors and co-presidents of the College Democrats, Anushka Jalasatki and Jade Gray, helped generate big turnout here in 2020 and again in 2022. They have weekly meetings now to plan 2024. Should we have somebody younger? Does that come up much? Absolutely, it comes up. And I think that that's a, you know, it's a real point to make. It's a real conversation to be had. The immediate challenge, though, is seeing students who agree on things like abortion rights and defending democracy at odds over the Israel-Hamas crisis and President Biden's response. You know, Mr. President, I've seen you take key humanitarian steps, but I think the next step is a ceasefire. And I, I think that that would go a long way with voters. We don't know what's going to happen you know, next week or next month. But at the, if the election were tomorrow, do you think that it is more likely some of your members would sit out or look for another option, third party, because they're mad at the president about this? Some of them, yes, they have shared with us that maybe this is making me reconsider. Is it fair to say you're glad the election's not tomorrow? Yes.